The stock market has had quite an ambiguous connotation for most people. For some people, they claim and give credit to the stock market for their riches, while others claim and blame the stock market for them losing all their money, or some money at least, and they may describe it as the worst gamble they have ever taken. Now, this is the thing with the stock market. Uh, the stock market is just like any other market. Think of it as a fruit market, like you have buyers and sellers, and if you don't pick the fruit correctly, you might just end up with a rotten or bad or spoiled fruit. Now, this is the issue with the, spot, with the stock market. Many people get into it, but they don't completely understand what it is or how it works. This leaves the average person with two questions. What is the stock market and how does the average person succeed on it? Well, that's exactly what I'm here for. Hi folks, my name is Harry Hills Downley and today I'll be answering these two questions on how you can be successful and what exactly is the stock market on this episode of the, of the Financial Podcast. First, think of the word market and what pops into your mind. Probably a loud crowded space full of sellers trying to sell their product. And this is exactly what the stock market is. The stock market is just like any other market, which is, but this one's mostly electronic. And this, and this one distributes stocks between buyers and sellers. According to Adam Hayes in his article written for Investopedia.com, how does the stock market actually work? A stock or share, also known as a company's equity, is a financial instrument that represents ownership in a company or corporation. A stock is just a part of ownership in a public company. Therefore, let's say I buy a stock of Coca-Cola. This means I am, I am the owner of the company and therefore I have privileges such as my net worth increasing as the company expands their business and increases their sales. The way I would do this is because their share price or their stock price increases. And the price of stocks of companies are priced because of supply and demand or even future expectations for the companies. This is how people make money in the stock market. Now, let's look at how companies and shareholders benefit from the stock market. Think of a hot dog stand on the side of the road. The person who founded the hot dog stand is the owner of 100% of the company, or you could say he has 100% of, of the equity of this company, meaning he gets to uh, keep all his profits to himself and he is solely using his money to expand his business. Six months have passed now, and and the owner decides to expand his business into another hot dog stand. Therefore, the owner needs to raise money in order to expand his business operations. This means he will need people to invest in his hot dog stand. Therefore, his good, his good friend Steve decides that he will give him $500 in order to open up his stand. And the owner wonders about this decision because during the whole six months that he's been in business, he has only been able to make $3,000. Therefore, he would be giving away 16% of his whole company in order to expand his business. In other words, the owner needs money to expand and Steve gives him this money. But in exchange for this money, Steve's, uh, Steve decides to charge 16% of all the revenue that the hot dog stand makes. And revenue is another term for net sales, just in case. Steve makes this decision because he has invested in this company and he in a way is taking some part of the risk and since he invested about 16 percent of what the company is worth this is how much uh, return on investment he should also have this is exactly how investors and traders alike make money in the stock market they buy ownership of a company 
And the company uses this money to expand their operations. And if they are successful expanding their business, then the investor will see this investment rise in value because of the growth of the company. Think of the stock market as a hot dog stand with billions of dollars and millions of owners giving each other ownership in a matter of microseconds through electronic transactions. Okay, I know that was a lot of information, so um, let's recap. So the owner of this hot dog stand decides to expand his operations, but he needs to be funded. Therefore, in order to expand his business, Steve gives him about 16% of what he's ever made. And because he gives him 16%, you could say that he's a 16% owner of his hot dogs company. And therefore, he should get 16% of all the company's revenue and profit in a way because he helped the company expand. And this is exactly how the stock market works. So now that we know how the stock market actually works, let's dive deeper into the types of people in the stock market. Well, first of all, there are two types of people in the stock market, which would be investors and traders. Investors always aim for the long term and use analytics of how companies are performing quarterly or sometimes even in an annually basis in order to make their investment decisions. Now, traders, on the other hand, aim for the short term, meaning they like holding a stock for around three months maximum time in order to make a profit on the short term price movements of the stock. Now, traders usually base their investment decisions on things like price patterns or news which can cause the stock price to go up. Now, this is called technical analysis, which we'll dive into later. By this point, you may be asking yourself, wouldn't investors make the biggest amount of money when compared to traders? Or what happens if traders are wrong and they lose their money? Well, my response to that is that just like in anything in life, if you try hard enough, you will succeed. And there are quite few famous investors and, and traders alike because they have perfection, their art, no matter their strategies. And this is what we're going to view next. You may have heard of Warren Buffett. He's a billionaire investor and CEO of his own investment firm, Berkshire Hathaway. Buffett has accumulated massive amounts of respect in his invest in the investment community and trading community alike. This is because he's accumulated a net worth of over $80 billion in his time in the stock market. And he gives all the credit to his simple investing strategy, which involves looking at companies' balance sheets and income statements in order to make an investment decision. This is what is known as fundamental analysis, where you look at things like total assets, liabilities, and equities, and compare these things uh, to different years or competing companies in order to make a forecast of which companies will turn into profit in your pocket. Mr. Buffett is also very popular for sharing investment strategies and advice with, his, with just about anyone who is interested in, his, in the stock market, just like you and me. And he is extremely open about it, which is really surprising. So he has also reached an all-star status among about just about every trading or investment community there is due to this reason. His firm Berkshire Hathaway has been a portfolio of all the stocks he manages, which people can invest in with as low as a dollar and watch it grow. This has also allowed even the smallest individuals to get rich off the stock market based on his own strategies. And he basically is proving that there is always an opportunity for just about anyone who is willing to put the work in the stock market. So in contrast with Warren Buffett's more traditional and fundamental approach to stock picking and the stock market in general, 
We have Jim Simmons, who is a well-respected mathematician, and he has been able to look at the markets from a more technical and analytical perspective. And he has been largely successful because of it. Jim Simmons, a mathematician and professor, he has been able to quote unquote, crack the markets. Of course, there's no, no such thing as cracking the market since the stock market is unpredictable, but he quote unquote again, crack the market through a complex machine learning algorithms, which identify patterns and correlations across the whole stock market. And the way he does this is known as technical analysis, where the trader discovers patterns in price or in a calculation, which helps derive a financial decision, such as an investment decision, of course. Of course, not all trades have to be winning, but the winning trades have to outweigh the losses, either on the profit side or by quantity. Some traders even consider that a 30% win rate is profitable. So take this as an example. You take 10 trades and you lose seven of those trades, but for each losing trade, you only lose $1. However, on your winning trades, you make a profit of $3 per trade. This means that if you lose seven out of those 10 trades, you would lose $7, of course. But if you win only three, you would make $9, leaving you with a, uh, with a $2 profit on those 10 trades. And this concept is called risk management, and risk management is, the, is a trader's best friend. Through a strategy which, uh, with, which matches risk to the probability of a of success of a trade calculated by algorithms, Jim Simmons has been able to manage the world's best hedge fund, the Medallion Fund. A hedge fund is where people pay you in order for you to manage their investments and make them money basically, but the only downside is that they charge a commission and a percentage of your money regardless, they make money or not. So Simmons Medallion Fund has been has managed to create a 66% return annually for the last 20 years, which is astounding. On the $110 billion they have under management currently. Of course, these numbers are monstrous and just prove the capacity of this uh this hedge fund to make money and this puts si uh, simmons in a leading position for the future of the stock market as jim simons discovered the future of the stock market we're only left with one question of course what is the future of the market and the future of the market is widely recognized as computer algorithms who trade at in unimaginable speeds However, the future of the stock market actually lie, lies in the rocket scientists who develop these algorithms and patterns. These rocket scientists are called quants. As I already mentioned, quants are the rocket scientists behind the, all the algorithms which are responsible for the future of the stock market. Quants are extremely well, play, well paid. In fact, the starting salary for a quant is upwards of $250,000. And with bonuses, a quant could very likely just earn about $500,000 per year. This is a tremendous salary is due to only one factor, they get paid great money because they have to be even greater at making more money for the firms they're working for. Now you may be asking, how do I become a quant? <laughs> well, first of all, quants, Quants have mastered topics such as differential calculus, mathematics, uh, statistics, and especially computer science in order to develop all these algorithms. And this is what makes them such a prestigious job position. Just ever imagine walking into a meeting and saying, I'm a quant, what a great feeling. 
So of course, the qualification level is insane. But who knows though, maybe if you work hard enough, you and I can, can become quants one day. Well, folks, that's just about it. And it wraps the first episode of the, of the financial podcast. As always, thank you for listening and I hope to see you soon.